My dear brothers and sisters, I bring you grace and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing the whole thing. <laughs> you all know that song? Yeah? So I've been thinking about that song. Um, it is a Christmas song, of course, so I suppose I might be thinking it for that reason. But I've actually been thinking about it because quite accidentally and unintentionally, I discovered in the last few weeks that uh, the lyrics that I am familiar with for that song are not the original lyrics. And so tonight I want to talk about the shift from those original lyrics to these new lyrics and why, in my mind, that change has something to tell us and to remind us of as we gather tonight to celebrate once again the birth of a Savior, Christ the Lord, the Messiah, Emmanuel, God with us, the Word made flesh. To start, let me just check. I, I have a sense that people know a variety of different um, lyrics for this song, but I think the ones that are the most familiar uh, are ones that include these two lines. Through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. And do you know what the next line is? It starts with the word hang. Hang a... Good. <laughs> Hang a shining star upon the highest bough. That line has absolutely nothing, zero, to do with the original lyrics. So let's back up. What, does anyone remember what the uh, song was written for? A movie, yeah. Uh, no Judy Garland fans here tonight. Uh, it was a, written for Meet Me in St. Louis, which is a movie uh, in 1944, late in the year. It came out in, I think, November. The scene where Judy Garland sings that song is a scene where she's comforting, she's consoling uh, her little sister and probably a little bit herself as well. The family that they are part of are going to move from St. Louis, which is their home, to New York. And they're all upset about it, distraught about it. And so the song in the movie is a song of hope. And it's a song that acknowledges the pain they feel today, but it gives the little sister, and again, maybe Judy Garland's character as well, a sense that tomorrow will be better. So these are the original lyrics. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Next year, all our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. Next year, all our troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of yore, faithful friends who are dear to us will be, again in the future, near to us once more. Someday soon, we all will be together. Hmm. My son said, are you going to cry again? <laughs> I don't write that stuff into the sermon. It just happens. But um, someday soon we all will be together, if the fates allow. And then this song, or, or this verse that I don't think most of us know, until then we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Christmas now.
So again, that's the, that's the way the song appears in the movie. Those are the original lyrics. So why is it that another set of lyrics are more popular? Two words, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> True. 13 years after the movie came out, 1944, is when the movie came out. 13 years later, 1957, Frank Sinatra came out with his first Christmas album, and he wanted to include this song. The name of the album was A Jolly Christmas with Frank Sinatra. And I guess I kind of get it. He kind of thought, I don't know if this song is quite happy enough. So true story, he went back to the, the person who wrote the song, and he said, can you jolly it up a little bit? And the main way the, the writer jollied it up was by removing that line, until then we'll have to muddle through somehow replacing it with hang a shining star upon the highest bow. But the writer also recast the whole song. And now rather than a song about a brighter tomorrow, a better future, it was a song about everything's great today. So instead of next year, it was from now on instead of, you know, we'll be together in the future. Now it was, we are uh, surrounded by our friends. And instead of uh, someday soon, it was through the years, we all will be together. And then of course, again, that, that other line about this shining star. Now, I've got nothing against Frank Sinatra. Maybe we have some Frank Sinatra fans here tonight. But I have to say, after I heard the original lyrics, the Frank Sinatra lyrics leave me feeling a little at a loss. They, they feel kind of hollow. They feel, to my mind, kind of shallow. And I will confess, I've never thought about this before, but in the back of my mind when I'd hear the song and I'd hear that line about, hang a shining star upon the highest bough, I was kind of like, what the heck does that mean? And finally, it's kind of Christmassy. I mean, it's about an ornament on a tree, but it didn't have anything it didn't seem like to do with the song, which it turns out I was right about. <laughs> because it doesn't. You know why it's there? Because they needed to cover up that line that they felt was a little too sad. They needed to paper over the hard stuff. And as a result, I think the song loses its weight and its integrity. And by the way, it wouldn't have worked the way it's rewritten in the movie, and it certainly would not have been so powerful as it came to be among the troops in World War II, who they were muddling through, you know. And they heard the song, and they wept. Why? Because the song said something true. It said something honest about a difficult, painful time. And here in this place, my dear brothers and sisters, when we gather, we do the same thing. We speak honestly. We speak the truth. We speak the truth about a God who loves us so much that he comes as a little baby who grows up and is willing to die for us. We speak the truth about a world that is broken and messed up and fallen. We speak the truth about the way that it impacts us. And yes, tonight on this most holy night, we speak a truth of celebration. Absolutely. And we talk about it with powerful words like joy and peace and light. But never forget, the reason we use those words is because we believe that Jesus comes 
to bring those things to the world. Why? Because we so desperately need them. Jesus brings joy to the world. Why? Because the world so often is filled with sadness and pain. Jesus brings peace to the world because it is filled so often with discord and war. Jesus brings light to the world. Why? Because it is so often filled with darkness. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. So we come here tonight to acknowledge our need for those things, our desperate need for those things, and we come to once again humbly and gratefully accept the gift that this child gives us, the gifts of peace and joy and light. And when we do, we discover something amazing, which is that those gifts that Christ gives us are not simply for tomorrow, but they are for today. Which, by the way, that song I started with reminds us as well. The song, as I mentioned, is all about a brighter tomorrow, but for my money, the most powerful word in that song is the last word. We're invited to have a merry little Christmas when? Now. This Christmas, whether you find yourself muddling through, or whether you find yourself hanging a shining star on the highest bough, I pray that we will all receive the gifts of the Christ child, the gifts of joy and peace and light, not only tomorrow, but also today. Merry Christmas.